Good evening, everybody. Welcome to What's on Joe Mind. It's nine o'clock on a Friday, and something's got Joe Colton nice and angry this week. So we'll be back. Hopefully, she can maintain through our, our kick ass theme song. <laughs> Friday night, it's 9 o'clock, it's time for What's on Joe Mind, we're a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm Mike Irizarry, welcome to the show. And everybody just sits there and looks at me for the first time ever. Like, we, like I thought that had a comma on the end of it. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it did. No, anyway. <laughs> More of a semicolon. Anyways, uh, you already know she's good and pissed off. Yeah. Uh, but she is the co-hostess with the co-hostess, the queen of G.I. Joe cosplay. It's Joe Colton, everybody. Hello, happy Friday. Joe Colton, why are you so mad? Because I fucking hate booth babes <laughs> that don't know anything about the product. They're just like, this is a badass. So wonderful. Love the colors. I love gold. It's fine. I'm fine. I'll be calm. It'll be good. <laughs> okay. That, that line straight out of gold member. Oh, I love gold. I love gold. This is the entire pre-show, by the way. This is. This is for 15 minutes now. Yeah. This, this has been going on. Like, so I'm really, so anyway, I'm set, really set the scene, Joe Colton. What what are you talking about specifically? So I I saw a video today from San Diego Comic Con, and they I don't know if the young lady just was nervous to be online or what, but like there was no analysis and no no anything it was just everything was like oh that's badass oh that's great oh good question like it she had not like nothing to add except sound bites which like adds to the stereotype of female fucking collectors being like non-existent and just being like oh i love toys so good the color is nice look at that it's ah! like at least put somebody like oh made aaron look like a genius walking around <laughs> Oh, I forgot to turn off. Uh, forgot to turn off super chat. So thank you, Josiah Alcorn. We appreciate that. Oh, just pay no, for leave him call. on. We'll we'll have like super super me venting super venting. Yeah. <laughs> pay for events. Let's find out what grinds Joe's gears. <laughs> right. Today it's booth babes. <laughs> hmm. It's very. It's just very very difficult. So. Yeah. It just adds to the stereotype, like, oh, you're not really a collector. You're just like hanging I mean, out. Exactly. That's this is this is something as as an overweight white guy, I have not experienced this particular type of of prejudice. So, <laughs> so I, I have to take your word for it. I believe you. I, I don't want to make it sound like a, you're you. I I uh, I don't think that what you're saying has value, but I I have no frame of reference. It's just it's awful. 
like today, I was like so excited. I got the mind mender after we had our conversation. And some guy PM me is like, how did you, and like in capitals, like you get a mind mender? Like, do you have an in with the QR code? And I was like, no, on the fucking Hasbro Pulse site. Like I just refreshed every 10 minutes for fucking three hours. And he's like, oh, did you, like, do you collect? And I was like, I can't talk. Like, bye. Just, uh, just somebody, somebody, <laughs> somebody gave you a clue in on how that system was working. And I bet they were quite dashing. Yes, they were very dashing. You, yes, you and Ryan Mesler helped me uh, not jump off of the freaking out against the mind bender. Mm. It was great. I was freaking out, everybody. <laughs> she really was. Uh, all, all this for Dr. Mindbender and his <laughs> super toned abs. With well, his... I mean, have you seen that sculpt? Oh, I mean, my God. His abs are awesome enough that they make that brutal chest cut. <laughs> Manage. Yeah. And uh, speaking of brutal chest cuts, he's the former uh, head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Webb. That's right. The once and never again king. Happy to be here. Uh, uh, for San Diego Comic-Con week, right? Like, so excited. It's just a, it's a, it's amazing. Oh, now I got to take a drink. Right. Everybody, everybody take That's a shot. The tall boy, too. Look at that. Ah, the Dr. Pepper. You should also do You're badass, because that was said a lot today. That's badass. a lot of... Uh, Is the FCC going to let you get away with that? Yeah, I, yeah. I heard that uh, this was another Jim Cornette thing, but when they when Sinclair broadcasting about Ring of Honor, they were very clear about how you could use the word ass. So you could say you were going to kick somebody's ass, right? Or I could say that guy is an ass, but you couldn't say I'm gonna stick this whatever up your no. <laughs> so oh. context. So yes. Anyway, we're gonna have a kick-ass show tonight. <laughs> Woo! All sorts and, of swearing. And then in the uh, bottom left this evening, he's he's the fourth member of the what's on Joe Mine team. It's rack time run. Hello. <laughs> Hello there. <laughs> He's, the seventh inning stretch. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, inside joke. <laughs> uh, it's Kate Smith here to inter entertain the troops. Hello. Oh, guys. we're lively tonight. Yeah, we're we're spicy, but um, I'm not even going to finish that one because nobody's. It take again. It's no good when you have to explain the entire setup. Yeah, the yeah. entire joke. You just had to be there. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, it's a busy week here at the What's on Joe Mine compound. We've spent a lot of time on this week's slideshow. A uh, good 46 slides coming your way. Uh, 47, maybe maybe 50, I don't know, whatever it takes. Uh, remember, please, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. If you're checking us out on YouTube, go ahead and like the video. Subscribe to the channel. Those are the two things you can do to help us out the absolute most uh, is like and subscribe. Take a minute to uh, share us in your, your own personal uh, social media world. Sprinkle us out like seeds. See where we take root. <laughs> See where we just fester. Right. Like a, like a fungus. <laughs> right. 
We're fun like, guys. Like bowling scores. <laughs> right. I, I think that's that's it. Um, do, do we want to get in into it? What's that now? We're going to get into it? Get into what? I had a nickel. I don't know. She's just looking to get into anything. It's just right. She's just spoiling for a she fight, right? Do what she says, Mike. She's she been watching a bunch of Russell Crowe movies or something. So anyways, uh, we we do have a piece of breaking news tonight. Uh, this courtesy of the Honcho Mark. All right, and uh, I'm digging the intro. Uh, and as a journalism graduate from Arizona State. Uh, check your source, right? And this isn't coming from anybody that I could feasibly be tied to. And it's, it's out there. It's not, uh, it's not privileged information, but I haven't seen it bounce around the Joe channels. Uh, there are four VPs at Hasbro, or there were, uh, but last week was Michelle Favaloro's last week at Hasbro by her choice. Uh, and she has left Hasbro to, uh, or some other job, don't know what it is. Uh, we'll follow her LinkedIn and figure it out soon enough. But uh, if you don't know, Michelle Favaloro was in charge of the GI Joe brands and some other brands. She's Emily and not Lenny's boss, but Emily's boss. Um, and she's not there anymore. So it's unclear whether or not those brands, I think she's also Dungeons and Dragons starting lineup, maybe a couple others. Um, if they're going to get farmed out to the other three existing VPs, or if there's a massive scramble battle royal backstab fest going on among <laughs> the directors and the senior directors to grab that VP slot because they don't come open that often. No. Uh, or if they'll actually go outside the company to fill that, uh, that role. But um, it doesn't change your day to day as a fan, but it is big news that the gal in charge of Joe, who I barely knew and who everybody spoke very well of. And, and my few interactions with her during my time at Hasbro were always pleasant. Uh, but Michelle Favaloro has left Hasbro on her own. And I don't know who's running the Joe brand right now, but it might be a guy or a gal uh, babysitting it for a while before a fourth VP is named and or hired. Or it has been the case the last several years that when someone leaves, they don't always get replaced. So mm -hmm. they don't always fill that head count. So uh, we'll see uh, where it goes. And the only other, uh, the only other VP I know by name is Jerry Devoin, who is running Transformers uh, and who's uh, the guy I worked for on Transformers before he went to Italy and then came back and moved up and has done very well for himself. He's a good guy. Um, so if, if, I don't know where everything will go, uh, but he's the one I know, and I know he's a good dude. So I guess you can cross your fingers that maybe G.I. Joe will end up under Jerry, at least for a while. Um, but there definitely is a shuffle going on uh, in charge of the Joe brand right now. And you heard it here first. That's right. There you go. New, ex new executive vice president yeah. in, in charge of the, the G.I. Joe brand and other brands is forthcoming. Nice. So lo lots of other people going live right now with breaking news, but only bet you none of them got that. Only because they're listening to us, right? So <laughs> <laughs> remember, there's there's only one GI Joe podcast out there that's got a former head of the brand, and you you know if you're not watching that one, I don't know what you're doing. There you go on a Friday night, right? Right. I mean, if you're already spending the time on a Friday night to watch a GI Joe podcast. 
Why isn't it this one? I hear there's an opening at the WWE. Maybe she's going there. What? Somebody just said maybe Vince is going there. <laughs> oh, crap. oh, man. G.I. Joe, pal. <laughs> Sergeant <laughs> Slaughter everywhere. No, he's going to put John Cena on everything. <laughs> Either that or a new character, Sergeant Grabass. <laughs> what? Cobra Commander is now Roman Reigns. I got I got people endorsing in the comments endorsing themselves to be the new VP. I got Andrew is saying time for me to make my triumphant return. Yeah, I think that's Agent Chuckles wants to know does twenty years of Toys R Us count as working in the toy field? Punching up my resume now. Hey man, pop it on in there. You never know. Twenty yeah. years toy experience probably won't get you an interview. No. Just guessing. <laughs> Just guessing. <laughs> That's far too much experience. Whoa, whoa, whoa. 20 years? <laughs> but, I mean, VP is way up there, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it'd have to be a, a rock star to come in from outside, um, whereas promoting from within, they got lots of directors who've been dying for that opportunity. So I guess I always pull for, for the promote from within because – <laughs> what are you doing at a job if they if there isn't some kind of ladder available? Right. So, um, but no no idea no idea what they're going to do. But it has been true, like I said, the last several years. A lot of times, uh, that person goes away and the responsibilities are just farmed out. Uh, ben Montano's an example who was running the Joe Brand uh, mm -hmm. shell was also running Transformers. He's a good guy. Been there forever. No, I don't know any any scuttlebutt about him, but he was let go and they never replaced that head. Mm. And it was the head of Transformers, like one of their big bread and butter brands. The idea that, that the head could be let go and they'll just keep rolling is, I don't know, unnerving, I would think. But there Joe Self says, I've got a good 30 years buying toys. What does that get me besides eventual bankruptcy? A divorce as well. Yeah. They got yeah. that going for you. Yeah. Unless your wife also collects. See, it, my, my wife bought far more crap than I did, and I was out on my ass. So <laughs> maybe that was it. I didn't collect enough stuff. <laughs> you it wasn't the right money. stuff. <laughs> wasn't the right, that was probably more it. It wasn't the right stuff. Speaking of, Joe's extra punchy tonight, and we haven't heard nor seen anything of Wes uh -oh. pre-show or during the show. So I if swear he's got a new, if you've got a new video game, or he's out of the picture, or he's whimpering somewhere. I, I would just think he was smart enough to leave the house. His wrists and ankles are duct taped, and he's in a closet. I've got him in like a pretzel, and I've duct taped him, and shoved him. I could, I couldn't yell at the, couldn't yell at the the booth, babe, out of yeah. anger. So. And that's no, that's no slight on Wes, who could whip us all at once. But we know what a motivated and angry Joe Cold is capable of. Goodness. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I don't have I don't have any other big news. I'll no, that's okay. That's enough. Maybe something new next I mean, week. like, that's it. That's all I got. What do you say? Since we do have a, a long way to go tonight, let's go ahead and get into the community calendar. Yeah. There's a Comic Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? Wants to know tell Mike, Mark, and Joe Community Calendar. And remember, if you do have uh, news of a local show that you want to promote, 
send us an email. Uh, be sure you get us some kind of a link in there too, because it, it's it's tough to try and track these things down. It just takes a lot of time. But uh, first up, it's Terrificon. That is next weekend, July 29th through the 30th. Okay. It is July 29th through the 31st at the Mohegan Sun Expo Center in Connecticut. Uh, this is a big show. Lots of comic and celebrity names going to be at this one. Uh, guests include Bob Budiansky, Garth Ennis, Jerry Ordway, John Romita Jr., and then just from the G.I. Joe world, Michael Bell, Jerry Conway, Francois Chow, Dan Gilvison, Larry Hama, Adrian Palicki, Jim Shooter, Keona Young, and many, many more. This is another one of those six dozen guests type of show. Uh, be sure to head over to TerrificCon.com. Uh, get all the ticket info, all the guest info, all the info you could possibly want. All of it. How much, Joe Colton? All of it. All of it. Mm -hmm. All of it. Anyways. It moves his phone. I was going to say, Adrian Politi, Lady J, also a Mockingbird from the MCU, and also the answer to the Jeopardy question, who's worn a Wonder Woman costume less than Joe Colton? <laughs> well, That's I, a lot of people. I have. I've never had one on. She's yeah. one of them, just about 40 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, that uh, brings us to July 30th, and this is Mark's favorite website. Uh, the ninth annual Kentuckiana GI Joe Toy Expo at the Hilton Garden Inn, Louisville Airport. Not the one, not the not the crummy Hilton Garden Inn downtown. No, this is the one out by the airport, the nice one uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, tickets and more info are at kygijoe.com. So slide right on over. <laughs> Don't worry, they'll fit you in. Yep. This is what you missed last week, Joe. Right. So good. <laughs> all show. We've not, it'll go all show long. And I feel terrible because those are good guys. And it's a good show. It's a great dealer room. Love the show. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and thank you to Andrew. If they ever see you again, they're going to throat punch you. Right. Uh, thank you you want to go early, though, because if you wait till Sunday, the uh, dealer room's drying up. Well, it's only one day. so. But uh, thanks yeah, but to Andrew Garrett for getting the, the, the calendar. Joke is great. Uh, Sean Russell says uh, she he paid good money to see Joe versus Booth Babe. Okay, I think he just did. I I about to say I'm not and here. here this poor Booth Babe, she's probably volunteering there after you know taking the weekend off from her day job of like reading stories to orphans and sheltering widows or something. I could just I could just see Joe just raining lefts and rights down and the girl going, This is amazing. Oh wow, that's a lot of contact. Look at all the blood. <laughs> I just calmed down. Like <laughs> we got a lot of show to go. Uh, Long way to go yet. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. we promised people you fired up, so there we go. We put the landing gear down. We're still on the ascent. Come yeah. on now. I just need to vent it out, and then I'm good again. Mm -hmm. Like, if no. I saw the young lady, I would be very polite and then ask her some questions about, you know, knowing your job. And, and then the beating. <laughs> it's not her. It's We've not, known you for years. We, no, it's then, not. Then it's the not chair shot. Her fault. Who put her there? 
Yeah. And, and, and there's no training, right? Like just, just put this on and stand in this booth. Act and, natural. And act hey, natural. Look, it very well could be, uh, you know, who's available to go to San Diego and here's a cheat sheet, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, so we, we do want to want to hold back a little bit, but yeah. it is, it is frustrating to see. Yes. So like I was at awesome con last year and this year as a guest and Sonic Boombox was also a guest and they had to be on time and doing certain things at their booth and they didn't and the girl had no clue what she was doing she came over to me and she goes do you know what i'm supposed to do and i was like i am not a part of your company <laughs> your company is not paying me but i'm pretty sure you were briefed and you were either on your phone and fucked off or you didn't fucking care <laughs> Either way, that's, I'm not helping you. That's yeah. four by nine twenty-three. Right. Yes, I don't know your product. She's carpet f bombing. Oh, great. I'm so mad tonight. Here, I've left the jar in the other room. Uh, remember, you can help buy Joe We're Colton out of fourteen tonight. Help buy Joe Colton out of Swear Purgatory Fine. by visiting our our coffee page. Uh, be sure to contribute often. Uh, apparently, this is going to be a thing tonight. Uh, and again, if you were a monthly contributor, uh, you get that auto deduction. Uh, we really appreciate that. And that is, uh, that is, uh, you know, uh, get your, get your name in the credits. You don't have booth babes that are dudes that don't know what they're doing. Do you? Like I've never seen sometimes I, before, unless they're in costume and are just like the mascot. Right. I mean, we talked before the show and we'll briefly recap the last toy fair I did for Hasbro. Yes. They had people who were hired to present the brands who were engaging and conversational and uh, good looking. <laughs> Uh, and they were got guys and gals, and it was our job to brief them yeah. on what these toys were and why they were cool. So then they could meet with the people tomorrow. And again, it's by invite only. So uh, you know, they probably weren't going to get grilled too hard. And yet, mm -hmm. wouldn't you rather have the people who work on the brand relaying that info? Yeah. Or, or, you know, find some people who... event and, you know, you're trying to sway retailers. How well lit was this venue, Mark? Because he may have been just been reflecting <laughs> off of it. Yeah, I suppose it's possible. Might have made I mean, it tough to see. If I, I'm, I know I can be intimidating. Uh, but, but there are plenty of brand managers who know their stuff and yeah. can think on their feet and talk live. But Matthew Comstock oh. re remarks, the F-bombs are strong <laughs> with this one. Yes, that right. yes they are. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> I don't like, usually swear like this. I'm just fired up today. Yeah, I think the term booth babe is can be uh, gender neutral. Yeah. Right? It's just attractive human. You present our, you know, yeah. smile and point at our stuff. And they are completely irrelevant. Yeah. You could have a mimbo. That's it. Himbo, right? Himbo, yes. Himbo. Himbo. Or or Mimbo if you like Seinfeld. Sorry, sorry, Mike. Go on. Anyways, <laughs> up next on July thirty first, it's Toy Palooza. Uh, Another Pennsylvania experience from the mind of Matt Rubin. Uh, he didn't organize it. You just let us know about it. That's at yes. the Pittsburgh Indoor Sports Complex. Uh, 
be sure to check out toypaloozatoyshow.com for more episodes or for more uh, information. I can't read tonight. I, I don't know what's up with that. I am That's my swearing. Just riff it, Mike. There we go. Diana Davis gives us booth stud as an option. Yes. I don't know because some of us are booth studs anyway. That's right. That's that's probably better. Booth bro. Booth bro. No, bro. That bad no, context bro. for bro, bro. It's a booth bro. No. <laughs> you make the gestures and you point at things, bro. No. Not it's good. Booth, bro. It's good. It's good, bro. No. This I cannot do. Yet, Tovarish. <laughs> and uh, that's that's it for calendar. That's all we got. There's this other big show going on this weekend. So, yeah. Just, just en enjoy. Get out. I hope people who are at San Diego are having a great time. Right. We we feel your absence because we're a little we're a little light in audience tonight. Yeah. But uh, if you're in a if you're in a big crowd, please remember mask up. Yeah, they'll be back next week, coughing and hacking. And right. Well, it's also uh, California is on a rise right now, and so I, I've seen a lot of people wearing masks at yeah. the convention. So right. just wherever just you just be are. safe. Wherever you, are. you take know care of yourself. Be healthy. Even pre-COVID, everybody probably should have worn a mask at San Diego <laughs> Comic Con, right? right? Everybody gets sick the next week. You can't help right. it. No. So if you take airborne and vitamin C and E for a week before and throughout the con, you should be fine. Okay. Fair enough. What do you what do you know about cons anyway? <laughs> There's Comic-Con or a toy show What's on your mind Wants to know Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe Community Calendar Mike, you, you see Matthew Comstock's bit there? That's my favorite comment in 10 years, maybe uh, About 6 from the bottom You won't see this on 3CP2 <laughs> 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 deep, deep SCTV cut. Deep Outstanding. Deep. Salute. Would this podcast fit into Mother Russia? <laughs> yeah. Yes, everything fits. Ha! <laughs> Hall of Fame comment there. That goes right up there with Superhead. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, look, I don't know about that. I, Superhead is, sets a pretty high bar. Dude, a, a cut that deep that hits at least three you, of us. Yeah. But Supercard is for everybody. Yeah. Or Superhead is for everybody. Yeah, that's true. And that Anyways, was totally out, totally out of left field. We, we've already had uh, Mark Weber's breaking news. So what? let's go ahead and get back to the regular strength news. <laughs> so you know fancy intro music for that one. Ah! At least it was live. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> First up, uh, we are still keeping track of Operation Recall. Uh, passed its third stretch goal yesterday, so my, my card is a little outdated, but I had, I had other stuff to do in the slideshow this week. But anyways, passed $210,000 total, and Bearclaw was the character that was unlocked this week, so congratulations there. It's not just a donut anymore. Next no. up, Crawler. Right. <laughs> right. 
We are eight figures in on that one. I am heading over to uh, to the tote board right now just to see exactly where that money is. Two fourteen five sixty four. Okay, or rack time. Rob can do it either way. Hey, five hundred ninety nine backers. So the next backer will be number six hundred for Operation Recall. So count count your shekels. Get your money in on Operation Recall right now. Yes. Hashtag let's go stretching. You could be 600. I can't, but you could. <laughs> you can't? I'm already in. All right. All right. Rack time, Rob. Could you be 600? Uh, working on it. There we go. All right. He's going to beat you to it, Joe Colton. She's like, I got a house. I got no money. Yeah. She's... I didn't think Rob collected toys. I thought he was just our booth babe. <laughs> well, Look at that. Who's stud? Who's stud? Next news item. It's time for the Hasbro Pulse HasLab Classified His Tank update. Yeah. And just just before uh, I got done with the show prep, 17,000 backers. Nice, even number. I even got a. I even got the graphic up on Twitter, but seventeen thousand backers for the Histack, and that's a lot of backers with twenty three days left to go oh. in the Haslab campaign. So it's since a, we started nine. Yeah, I was just about to say. I like. I had to look and see. Like, I wanted to see that round number, and then it was like, oh, seventeen nine. Funding ends in 24 days, two hours, and 29 minutes. Yeah. So two and a half weeks. And I'm weeks sure it's getting a, getting a nice little bump from people going, ooh, look at that, you know, as they walk by it at the con. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's maintained. It's steady every, you know, couple dozen every day progress. So I don't know, I don't mm -hmm. know if San Diego's done a whole lot for it because I think a lot of the people who were – at San Diego, were already gonna be in, or already knew they were gonna be out. Yeah. So, this one too. If you know any Joe fans that aren't necessarily plugged in, make sure they know about it. Spread the word. I Get did today. There. Somebody was like living under a rock, and they were like, "What do you mean there's a his tank?" And I was like, "Ah!" Watch the show. That is, that's a double. That's yeah. a double punch, Joe Colton. Did you punch them twice? No, I couldn't. I was. Don't forget to tell him that we opened up the uh, the, the kitty stretch goal. Can we? Yeah. yeah. Can we call him the classified hiss operator nitro kitty? Because <laughs> that would make him chonk. No, I had a thought. Right, I had a thought. So okay. they've unlocked what four upgrades or? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If they had a surprise upgrade, I don't know what it would be. First of all. <laughs> But that would be really cool if they did that after San Diego or at San Diego, like at their panel tomorrow. A lot of people are asking for that, right? We have some of the comments right now. And if it were like stickers and blast effects, so yeah. they're, they're cool, but they're not, they don't cost too much. Yeah. I would, almost, I would, my take on this is they've given us enough. This is easy right. $300 worth of value. Yeah. And I would yeah. rather they actually don't Put anything more meaningful into it. They'll let it stay as profitable as possible. Mm -hmm. I want the, the bean counters, and I know a couple of those bean counters are good people. 
at Hasbro. I want them to look at it and go, God damn, look at all the profit on that. Yeah. Let's get another one of those out there. Yes. What can we do next? Rather than, you know, even if it's just 5% off the bottom line, still 5% off the bottom mm-hmm. line, right? This is, when it first came out, I think we all agreed, wow, it looks cool, but that is a steep price for what we're seeing now. Yeah. But it, but we'll hold reserve, you know, reserve judgment until we know what the stretch goals are to get unlocked and what is the total value being offered. We're getting plenty. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see anything more that really digs into the bottom line. No, but it would be cool if they did like a like stickers or. Yeah. Well, there's no blast effects yet, and they showed yeah. how, the, how the turrets will work with blast effects. So maybe that, but it would be cool if they did like. They didn't have anything, and then at their panel, they like surprised us. I don't know. Right. I I feel like they're su- they're on such a good roll right now, and this is like funded like really quickly, and is a good project that I was like, oh, I wonder if they're like as a thank you, they would do something like that. I hate to be mm-hmm. the Grinch, but if they come out and go, and now with seventeen thousand people backing, we're introducing two more figures. Uh-huh. Ray, no. Rafer Madness Steeler and <laughs> Swimsuit Baroness. No. Like uh, my first scout asked, did we learn if that's 17,000 tanks or backers? It is tanks. Yeah. One one tank equals one backer as far yeah, as Yeah, you gotta get the tank. Yeah, even if even if you bought um Haslab is always Haslab is always item count. Yeah. Yeah, you have to get the tank to back it. You can't just get like the figures. They don't uh they don't care. They they don't care how who's buying those units. They just care about the number of units. Yeah, yeah. Because they have they figure out the cost of the price based off of how many units. You know they can't yeah. count on people. Yeah, yeah. Some people will buy two. You know something like that. But yeah. You know. Michael Kleppinger has a has a good comment over there, um, talking about what a lot of people are because they showed that it can tow things, but there's nothing to tow yet. Um, and yeah, the MMS would kind of work, but you could also have the MMS as the big reveal or the big stretch goal unlock for mm-hmm. a vamp that would be i don't say likely next but eh, maybe likely next mm-hmm. so and then you could sell the cobra one with a guy so anyway. sure a cobra <laughs> artillery not line. only that 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 means that, you know you basically you could have a figure goal of colonel hawk and something so you know right yeah, yeah. Because then they're not going to, I doubt that they'll sell green shirt hawk ever without the MMS, right? If they do a hawk, they'll do bomber jacket hawk. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So could you imagine if if the vamp was, you know, came with clutch, came with blast effects, came with whatever, and then maybe the second unlock was the MMS, and the third unlock was, was green shirt hawk. Like, outstanding. I mean, what do I know? But <laughs> write it, well, write it down. Hey, if only there's a one fifth, of us. If there's a fifth here, I want a cardboard mock-up with a little plush kitty. Right. <laughs> only one of us can be angry tonight. All right, fine. Maybe we can tag in and out. Fine. Now I can be mad. I maintain that he is not that chunky. He's just he's just normal size cat. No, he I think he's pissed he's, off. He's sitting on the floor. He's sitting on the floor. He is not. He's, he's shaped like Grimace. No. It's he's a Grimace blob. He is not. Because how, how small would his head be? He's an itty-bitty kitty. He's Grimace's kitty. 
maybe he's riding on another cat's shoulders. Could be. Oh. Could be. Now that would be the pissed off cat. I hold you up, bro. <laughs> hey, bro. Can I be top, bro? No, bro. Can I? But run of course, if you do have another cat under there, motorized. Yeah. <laughs> As it awkward. tries to get out. As it just shoots in various haphazard directions. Anyways. <laughs> next, uh, next news item. Hey, Walmart did its collector con event this last couple of days as well. That uh, was yesterday and today. Uh, yesterday was all the GI Joe news that we got uh, as they revealed and and put open the pre-orders for the two figures you see on the screen now. That is Retro Zartan and Retro Storm Shadow. Um. <laughs> there we go, Toy Bounty Hunter. Listen to that engine purr. There we go. A little delayed, little delayed projection. I like that one. It takes some time to pop so, to type. There we go. But um, uh, Sean Russell asked, "Why do they have a limit of five? Good question for them. We really don't know. Um, I guess it just keeps it from from having one retailer. Can I don't know. I don't know. I would think that. Anyway, I, I really don't have a good answer for you. Sorry. I mean, if one retailer bought like 500 of them and then was sitting on them forever, it wouldn't seem like it was a hot product, right? That you had to jump, can't get it anywhere else. So, But also one it. retailer, you know, buying 500 of them doesn't keep me from getting mine. No, it's true. Yeah, too. Yeah, it's I mean, true. Yeah, so. But I think you want, you want that perceived scarcity uh, on it long term. So I could see why. Now, I don't know why. You I mean, probably... it, it's probably just so they could control the, the amount that they sell directly. Could be. It's... I don't know why that limit, you know, is five any different than 20? Probably not. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it was ever going to be unlimited. Because if, if, if hypothetically speaking, a gigantic online toy store puts in an order for a thousand of them, then how many people are going to turn and purchase from gigantic online toy store? For the mar the margins that they like, instead of purchasing them directly from Hasbro Pulse for the margins that Hasbro Pulse wants. That's that's the only thing I could really hypothetically think, but I don't have a, a concrete answer. That's yeah, actually a pretty good a pretty good reason though. So, anyways, uh, if uh, these are uh, open and available uh, at Walmart.com, uh, there are some uh, on and off. There are some. Some uh, some figures available on the pulse for these as well. I've seen them sold out and not sold out at various times the last two days. Um, give them both a shot. Twenty four ninety nine a pop. Nice and easy. Yeah, right through Walmart.com. I had no trouble. Mark Weber, you you bought them both. I'm in. Ah. You liked uh, you like Storm Shadows. Uh, even more obvious brutal chest cut on this one. Look at how they shot him here. Right? <laughs> come on. They're hiding from you, Webb. I mean, come on. They know. You, you know, you've 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 made that comment back when we did the tier list a couple weeks ago. You made that comment that this is that chest cut is what kept this off of the general yep. category, that storm shadow figure out of the general category. And you know, ever since then I have not been able to not see the brutal chest cut. So, so I did you, my job. I helped you ruin your ruined hobby. it for me. Okay. I helped you ruin your ruining your hobby one piece of truth at a time. Yeah, he's a only, true fan. I hadn't, ah. I hadn't spotted this, but it was no. tickling at the edge of my brain. If you look at these guys on card, they're missing the white border around the card that 
classic three yeah. quarter Joes had. And oh. something was bugging me. The and small I ones did too. Out. The small ones have it. The big ones don't. And uh, plenty of people have pointed it out online. And I ran into that hmm. and went, oh, yeah, that that's different. So oh. does it bleed to the edge? It just goes straight black to the edge. Yeah. Unless it's the swivel arm or the, the explosion. That's weird. All the way to the end. And it, you know, for a retro line, it seems the, like a well, miss, especially, especially on the same brand that's doing it correctly at the same time on different products. So... Mm. The original retro that they sent to Walmart, you know, the modern construction yeah. figures, those bled to the edge too. Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe do it right next time. I mean, you gotta. And the 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 card art doesn't exactly match up from you know the classic either. But, you know, yeah, that's true. That's true. There there's some liberties being taken with Mister Greedo's work. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, it's time to take a quick peek at the Super 7 booth. Uh, Earn images are all courtesy of Toy News International. Uh, if you really want to get a good look at these, uh, head over to toynewseye.com uh, and you'll be able to see these to your heart's content. We will probably not linger on all of them quite as much as you would like. But uh, hey, we'll get there. So anyways, this is uh, Super 7's, some of Super 7's general offerings. Uh, we focused on the, the exclusive stuff last week, so we, we won't do too much with it this week. Uh, but here is the Ultimates Cobra Commander with all the gear laid out in front of him. Looks and nice. Yeah. I I was so tempted to pull the trigger on this guy. I, I was too. This was the one, I if I'd gotten any of them, I'd, I'd have gotten this one. He looks good. No, no snake eyes for you, Rob? No, he's he's all like blue and purple, and <laughs> he's that's, ready to that's be all they can get. He's he's grape flavored. Yeah, this Cobra Commander is almost perfect. There's just something I don't know. I can't put. Does my he have a on mouth it. on his chest? <laughs> he's like one of those old like. Do you remember the toy that had like the or like a Nutcracker? Like he has the Nutcracker thing. <laughs> There's a nutcracker around, yeah, all right. It does call attention. <laughs> Pixel Dan did a great walkthrough of the Super 7 store, how it's laid out as a Cobra recruitment center. He did. He yeah. absolutely did. And and certainly when we're done here tonight, head on over and, and check that out. Because uh, that's going to – he did it far more justice than we would be able to do from thousands of miles away yep. in our homes. That's for certain. And Pixel Dan's a good guy and deserves your 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 time. That's right. So then we move uh, from Cobra Commander, of course, to his opposite number in the old Sunbow cartoons. There's Duke. And Duke's got both his uh, his rifle from the 83-84 figure. And he's got his uh, his snow job laser from the cartoon. And he's got a bunch of heads and a bunch of hands and a parachute and all kinds of cool stuff. And his O-Face. And his O-Face. There is O-Face Duke in that one. But not the only head, so easy, you know, if you yeah. don't like it, don't use it. Yes. Uh, have they set a release date on the Ultimates? They've been on pre-order for almost a year. <laughs> I haven't seen one, Joel. I have not. They uh, they said it's coming up close. I think they said they had a couple more tweaks they wanted to do. but Right. right. If they have this many mock-ups lying around, I can't figure they're too far out. Are yeah. they going to fix a chest cut? I mean, no, no of course not. But wave, no two, wave 2 is not out on the, on the counter, so it's... Uh, 
they have to be getting close on wave one if they're this if they're showing them off to the public. And uh, then, of course, we get Snake Eyes with Timber. Not as much gear because he's got a wolf, man. And what else do you need if you got a wolf? Not much, I tell you. But he's got the laser rifle or laser pistol, rather, and he's got the the canister with the crystals, and he's got a jetpack, and he's got all he's got some fun stuff too. Um, that jetpack looks sketchy as hell. <laughs> I want to jump. I I'd put that on Timber first. Go, boy. <laughs> Go get help. If Did, you remember in the cartoon, he was one of the last ones to jump out. <laughs> well, everyone else made it down. All right. All right. Here we go. And he left Timber on the helicopter, and then Timber jumped out after him. Because what was Timber supposed to do? Land the helicopter? I, right. I don't understand what was going on there. Land the copter, boy. Good dog. Come on. Mutt can fly a plane. Get to it. <laughs> Junkyard's a certified pilot. Let's show like, Junkyard what a piece of crap he is. Like Alpha's hard. Anyways. And then, of course, we got the bat rounding out uh, wave one there. And the bat's got all kinds of cool stuff. He's got all his robot hand attachments and a gun and a laser pistol and busted up chest guards. And and then uh, just for, <laughs> just for uh, shits and grins, they gave us the comic exclusive... Uh, San Diego Comic-Con, uh, comic-inspired bat here. Uh, again, same hand attachments, just a more of a bluish color. It's got that uh, container. What epi- What issue of the comic book is that from, Rob? Is that 39? 44. 44. Uh, with, the, with the spores in it, and he's got a machine gun, and he's got a pistol, and all kinds of cool stuff. There. And this one they are selling at the, uh, at the uh, store. Yes. For how much? Uh, I think bajillion. 55 at 54.99. I'm getting, I'm getting, I have the black bat coming. Um, I I think they ever have three. No, I think I only ever had one. I think when I watched Dan's video, they had the price on and I think it was 55. I figured the big, the big bat can be my super bat to leave the, uh, your overkill. Well, but they did remember the super bat they did in, was it devil's do that firefly was controlling? Yeah. The one that like tricked out all the extra. Yeah, and nobody could stop, right? It'll be the bat with two A's, like from Star Brigade. It'll be the bat out of hell. Bat. <laughs> the, bat the meatloaf plane as it goes by. I always thought that was the bat for big ass android trooper. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. He was a little thick. I guess it stands, stands for whatever you want it to stand for, really. <laughs> So, uh, yes, that uh, brings us to our next news item. I hate you. Like, I really hate you right now. Why? I'm already having a bad night, and I'm angry. Why the fuck would you put my toe up? Because I didn't know that before we put that together. Poke the bear. (laughs) Poke the bear toe us. see what happens. Ah. Super 7's retail store is a pop-up co-recruitment center all San Diego Comic-Con weekend. So if you're out there in the neighborhood, why are you watching us? But if you are, 701 8th Avenue in San Diego. And if you are there, walking distance from Comic-Con, Hodads and Burger Lounge. That's all you need to know. Okay. So good. And here are the exclusives at the 
the exclusive figures anyway. There's lots of uh, lots of apparel. Uh, Super 7's really rolling out the red carpet on G.I. Joe. There's all kinds of shirts and jackets and caps and G.I. Joe-flavored stuff. Uh, but these are the, the toys. We've got the Glow Force. We've got the uh, previously seen comic-inspired bat. We've got the Pyramid of Darkness uh, reaction set, which has uh, Snakeling, Snake Eyes, and, and Shipwreck, and uh, some of those Cobra jetpack troopers, and that security droid, which Cobra security droid kind of makes me a little jealous. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the, the Snake Eyes, the exclusive Snake Eyes with the torn up arm. <laughs> we covered them last week so if you really got to know about these go back and watch last week's episode some of you haven't back it up we've we've seen the view count some of you haven't you know we're talking to you next news item hey why mess with a good thing we've got uh, san diego comic-con 22 booth photos for hasbro yeah. Again, courtesy of Toy News International. Thanks to the folks over there for getting their work done early so we could cheat off their homework. Yeah, Hank Perry's got it. That security droid has to come out on a single card. I'd buy that guy. Yep, me too. <laughs> I'd buy that guy. Five points of articulation and all. Buy on, me. Sec- on a security droid? Absolutely. 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 They would sell a bunch of them. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That would go right right in with the regular collection. Like that's right there, no question. So, anyways, here's a classified Kamakura from the Hasbro booth with his unmasked head, obviously. To show off the red hair. Well, reddish, reddish. Auburn. That's, <laughs> that's it. He's in. Chestnut. <laughs> you're 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 letting that guy into the. Dude, if you want in, you can you can dye the whole thing red and have jet black eyebrows. You're in. Uh, Andrew Garrison says it was my birthday last week, so I missed the show. We wished you happy birthday, and you weren't yeah. even. Oh, you bum! Got to be present to win. Uh, Antonio Rodriguez, does Mark miss working the Hasbro booth? Absolutely, I loved working booths. I mean, I miss working the McFarland booth. Um, it was my favorite part of the job was was working at Joe Con and working at San Diego Comic Con and and getting able to meet fans and and show off stuff. I mean, you work on stuff so far ahead of time, right? To finally be able to unveil some of it and get that ooh from the crowd, and you don't always get the ooh, right? I always compared it to uh, like a stand-up comic who has a new a new bit that they think is going to kill, but you don't know until you do it live. Like that's a rush. And then being able to talk about stuff that you're excited about, that they're excited about, that you worked on for years. I mean, literally years from ideation to finally being able to show it off. So I absolutely adored going to shows. I loved it. It's my favorite part of the job. It was better better than actually helping come up with the toys, was being able to share them with the fans for the first time. And, and, and that high wire act of, we don't know if this is going to go over. Um, it was your then, time, your time as a booth pro. I loved it. I loved it. Matter of fact, when I joined Joe, Joe was still at kind of low tide, and Transformers sent me to Botcon for two more years. 
as a representative of Transformers. The first year was uh, Combiner Wars, which is all my stuff anyway. So I was really happy I got to go because I was very proud of that, which kicked ass, by the way. Uh, and then the second year, they had me go with stuff that I hadn't worked on at all, beyond basic ideation. And they're like, it don't matter. <laughs> they like you. You're good with them. Go. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I, I got for the record, for everybody watching at home, uh, I've known Andrew Garrison for over 10 years now. So don't read too much into it when I call him a bum. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. That's, that's right. He knows I'm kidding. He knows. Yeah. But I I loved working the booth. And and there were lots of brand managers. Yeah, there was, Some brand managers were good at it. And then there were some people who were, they were just professionals, right? They were professional brand managers who happened to be working in toy. And they'd get sent and they would paint a smile and do their best or do a, a mediocre job, I always thought. So I was really happy that anytime I got sent, I was super excited for BotCon, JoeCon, San Diego Comic-Con. I loved working conventions. Well, moving from Kamakura, we've got our, our Blue Ninjas. This is the two-pack uh, you can get on Amazon. I, I I really like these guys with the different heads. Um, they're not necessarily, they don't scream GI Joe to me, but they, they, they look like really cool toys. I like um, them. Yeah, I dig them. I'm, I'm happy. I ordered the one. I mean, my only, my only slight dig is that they're doing balloon ninjas at the same time that they're a big deal in the comic, but a totally different style, right? The blue right. ninjas and the IDW comics are all robotic and I get where they don't have to, you know, they don't have to sync up with IDW that much anymore because that end is coming. But I like these guys. These are, this is really good reuse because, dig it, they're new characters. Mm-hmm. Pretty much, right? We don't get that enough. We don't get that at all. So I love these guys. Well, I mean, what, new characters? We've got this, the Python Patrol Bat, eh. and uh, and the, the Hiss Tactician. Yeah, but throwing <laughs> throwing paint on an existing one isn't, you know, it's not it's a, it's a half step, right? Right. It's like saying we have representation. Here's an Iron Man that's an African American female teenager in an Iron Man suit. Like, really, couldn't we get a new character like Storm was? Like, it's a half step. Uh, Brent Anderson asked, "Does Joe Colton also collect Blue Ninjas?" Joe Colton. I have a few, but not as many as my red ninjas. Is that by design or, or your actual preference? Um, by design. All right. Red is best color, bro. All right. It makes up the whole flag, bro. Right. Plus, they tend to make blue that fake raspberry. It's not it's just you're just mad about snake eyes. You are. You're <laughs> trying to make everything all bitter tonight. Trying to turn everything into otter pops down there. Your hero tastes. Your hero is grape flavored, bro. <laughs> the blue otter pop. The blue otter pop is Windex. Just to let you know, but it, it's terrible. It's the worst flavor in the bag. <laughs> you're not convincing me. It's washer yeah. fluid. And here's Zorana. Redhead. Yeah. Up, up close. Uh, it's not a great shot, granted, especially reduced in our screen like that, but I'm sure that, I think the folks at home can see it better than we can here on the show. Um, uh, what flavors of ninjas have not been done? I think lime ninjas are next year. Yeah. Nobody, want, nobody wants chocolate ninjas. 
Although their laundry bill is pretty inexpensive. <laughs> yeah. Joe, you got to be excited that Zorana comes with a pink tribble. That's good. <laughs> I think that's her mohawk. Yeah. Yes, it is. It's, it, it is. It's her faux hawk. It's her faux hawk. You know, Weber sometimes he's he's kind of sarcastic. Occasionally, if it were if they had painted it like jet black, it'd be an emo hawk. Ah. Oh. Yeah, dad joke. Oh, we uh, the, really the Weber the Weber puns really change him from lawful good to lawful neutral. Pretty much <laughs> chaotic neutral. Lawful neutral. So no, 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 more no. Weber is definitely a lawful character. Joe Colton is the chaotic, chaotic good. Oh, um, yeah. totally chaotic. Like Lady Applejack. Right. Rogue. But you will all bow to the fury of the gelatinous cube. <laughs> it's a gelatinous cube named Xantar, but you can't beat it. And then that same uh, that same wave's got Dusty coming, and and Dusty looks good. He, he's fine. I, I I think they missed an opportunity with that helmet, and he's just he's just kind of he's just kind of boring. Does it, it look like, a little better than the mock-up? But does it look like Dusty skips leg day? Those are kind of chicken legs right there, from this angle at least. Yeah, I, I think it's more the pose. Just, yeah, I think it's the angle. Like his his upper upper torso isn't sitting right on the lower torso. It looks like he's staying lean, sweating it off the like desert. <laughs> he also might have not been able to be posed properly, so they're like, "Oh, he's not falling over." Good yeah. thing he's got that articulation point so they can put him in bad poses. Just, just, he looks uh, like he's squatting and then like thrusting forward and then like <laughs> sucking in his stomach and then like hunching over. So this is trying too hard, guy? Yeah. Poor Dusty. I, I feel, I now I feel a kinship with him. <laughs> I feel a kinship now. But, um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I just it bothers me that in 1985 we we got a you know a piece of cloth on the helmet for that four inch yeah. figure and and they didn't do it here. I think it's just a missed it's just a missed opportunity. It's not a bad <laughs> thing. It's not terrible. It's it's not a it's not it doesn't break the figure, but it 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 could have looked better. It's a miss. Double goggles though. I yeah, when it's really sandy. Well, I mean, hey, it works for the vipers. Right. There's probably you got a face plate and then vipers over it. Probably just a middle finger to the vipers. Right. Look what I got. And then uh, the Crimson Guardsman. He's awesome. Great pose. Um, yeah. The the brutal chest cut is kind of brutal with him. Yeah, but they, but shadowed. Right. <laughs> right. They they uh, they got a good pose draw on the sword there to not draw attention to it, but. It's not as bad as it is on Storm Shadow because at least he's got a nice deep red. Yeah, I really I, this figure's going to be awesome. And then we got the Python Boys. That's the the Trooper and the Viper. Um, I like how the the Trooper's got a that again. I like how he's got the the darker skin tone. I like I like my Cobras to be all you know equal opportunity. Yeah, it's uh, good that Cobra is following all EEOC requirements. Right. right. They're terrorists, Python patrolmen. Look, mer mercenaries come in all shapes and sizes. So. Yeah. No, I love the diversity. That's great. And then we got Ricondo. <laughs> Joe? Got in here just, just for Joe Colton. His mustache does look indeed fabulous. There's some wax involved there. 
Joe, you're not getting this figure, are you? Fuck no. <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna wait at wait for the standard, you know, rebate. I'm not fucking getting shit. <laughs> Sounds like a gift. Yep. You know what you should do? The ultimate hate move. Get the fig, and then decapitate him. No head swapping. Put on like a Captain America Marvel Legends head or something like that. So I like, that I could do. It's, I it's do like his jungle hat. guy. It's just jungle guy, right? Yeah. Make sure it's a mask. So Captain mad. Don't Wait, like you and guys. then give because you hate the hat. Give put the hat on like a bat, like he kept it as a trophy after he killed that Joe wandering around in the jungle. I'll put it in Batman's cave. <laughs> Batman burn that cap <laughs> on, on top of the ears. That'd be so good. <laughs> Here lies Rakondo. And we got Sarge with all of his uh, his kit. He's got his machine gun in hand there. Uh, his uh, chest gun doesn't look bad because of uh, the all black. Always better on black, yep. But you see the different hands he's got down in front, you know, the little the little Sarge figure on its little card. That's mm -hmm. great. Yeah. It, it, it's kind of messed up that you're like there's gonna be different grades of Sarge. Like he's are are his is his accessory gonna be mint on card and that's gonna drive the value up. Does mini Sarge have the white border around the card like it should? Kind of looks like it does. Kind of looks like, yeah, no, it does, yeah. And by the way, here's some here's some foreshadowing. See his uh his uh whistle, his drill sergeant whistle around his neck? Yes. Mm -hmm. Just keep that in mind for later. And then of course, uh the hero of the moment. Dr. Mindbender, complete with forehead test shot tattoo. <laughs> but he's pretty badass, isn't he? He's they great. Could have, they could have painted, painted over that. Right. right. I, I love the I love the science fiction, you know, H.G. Wells style gear he comes with. Like, it's not even new science fiction. It is old school, straight out of the 40s kind of science fiction. And you can tell he really works his abs, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And the only, the only way to do that is to really isolate those abs, right? Like with a big, gigantic cut around them. So you can look. They're, really, they're really so crunch. They're so cut that they almost hide that. Uh, it's more messed almost. up. And everyone seems to be fine with Sarge flashing everyone his little Sarge. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, I like that. I like that Firefly. That's good stuff. Uh, Joe Self has a good point here. Uh, no shots of the back of the cape yet that I've seen. Me, hey, us either. Yeah, uh, we're not there. As a young, as a youngster, I ripped Serpentor's cape ripped pretty easy, the green sparkly one. And when it did, when the armhole ripped, I tried taping it and it didn't quite work. And then I looked at mine. If you were, if you were a careless little bastard, yeah, I, I was pretty good with my jokes. But I looked at mine bender over there, and, and capeless Serpentor is really not intimidating. No, no, he he needs the cape. So I looked over at Mindbender with that black velvet cape with the big Cobra logo on the back, and I'm like, guess what, brother? Your cape been called up to Emperor status, baby. <laughs> and it looks really good on Serpentor. So might have to might have to think about stashing away a second Mindbender cape, classified cape, just for uh, 
Didn't the box he was repent to heaven with a black cape? I think maybe it did. Yeah. So I, I either got to buy two or buy buy a standard retail mind vendor later or contact uh, Hasbro customer service and go, hey, my mind vendor came without a cape. Hook a brother up. Boo. Boo. I wouldn't do that. I Well, no, I wouldn't do that. I'm lawful good. Law, no, you're lawful neutral. I'm lawful interesting. That's for sure. Lawful neutral. Rob is the lawful good. All right. Oh, wow. time Rob is the lawful good. He is. He is. He's. He's a. He's he's a square. Web of Soze, Paladin of Mar, might disagree with you, but we'll let that go for now. <laughs> oh. And uh, Charles Walker says the slipcase artwork is awesome. Yes. Yes, it is. That's that's a nice, nice little setup there. It's on par with uh, Regal Cobra Commander and. And that sort. Uh, Mark Weber, you ever get yourself a mind bender? I'm still on the hunt. After, but haven't, haven't grabbed it yet. I'll give it a shot tomorrow. Yeah. Joe Colton. Yeah. You get yourself a mind bender? Oh, hells yeah, I did. Yes, you did. I just wanted to, I wanted to refresh and hopefully bring the anger back. This is the highlight of my day. Is it because you know somebody? You just gonna yeah. flip it on eBay? Right. Rack time, Rob. Yeah, I know you got one. Yep, yep. Because I, I gave you the, the hot tip. Uh, Sean, Do you know that yeah. there was somebody on... Uh, oh, uh, there was a, a guy. I think it, I assume it's a guy. It could be a girl. Anyways, there was a person selling the QR link for Hasbro, like the, the Sarge and the Boba Fett. Is that what... The, the two that were on that QR no, code? Mindbender. Mindbender. Okay, so it was Mindbender and... Sarge and... isn't an exclusive. Okay, so it was Mindbender and um, Boba Fett, the, the Black Series, for $70 to get the QR code. I was like, what? Get the fuck out of here. Did you fight them? No, I just, I like shook my head and I was like, I was already mad. Because you know they weren't giving those away for free at the at the booth, right? So yeah. like, uh, or they were literally scamming now. people, right? And speaking for experience, not necessary in the least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Is, is it true they modeled this chest sculpt off of the honcho? Uh just the uh, Pantone color. Hey. hey. <laughs> yes. Uh, David T. Allen asked, did uh, all you guys and gals get your pre-orders in? So we know we know Mark's got his Walmart in. You got your Sarge in? Yeah. Big bad. So you're just you're just missing Mindbender at this point. Just missing Mindbender. Joe I didn't Col get a Sarge yet. <laughs> okay. When I went for him, he was sold out. And rack time, Rob? Yeah, I got Sarge. All right. That's that's all. I didn't I'm not worrying about the Walmart guys. Yeah, he was. Uh, I mean, Sarge is sold out at the Pulse, but I mean, he's still up on Big Bad and yeah, yeah, Entertainment Earth. He's yeah, he's not an exclusive. So if if you check the Pulse and we're disappointed it was sold out, go to Big Bad Toy Store or Entertainment Earth. You'll get one. Mm. Dan Jim nine oh five says they use DNA from the Honcho, Chuck Norris, and Slaughter for the chest sculpt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm digging that. 
I'm also liking the slight variation that I could be the hand show as well. Yeah. And don't forget DNA from Raleigh Fingers for the mustache. Right. Or at the very least, the Pringles guy. (laughs) Perhaps Beefsteak Charlie. Beefsteak Charlie. (laughs) Which means those vials are full of beer, wine, or sangria. Uh, Diana Davis asked, does Mindbender have nipples? Yes, they're attached to that chain suspender thing. They are very hurt. They are very chafed. They are sore, sore, sore. Why? I was thinking about it. They have probably been scratched right off. Probably just smooth. (laughs) Mindbender should have like two dabs of surgical tape over it. If you take it off, he's got pasties. Right. None of this is good. <laughs> oh my goodness. There we go. Matt Rube, those chains are pasties? Yes. There you go. Yes, they are. He's into that. Apparently. <laughs> he's into that. I mean, he's an orthodontist. He likes paint. Mm. Yeah. So this guy, I just watched Little Shop of Horrors this week. Yeah, this last Comes week. with a Vaseline accessory. No, he doesn't, but you can get one at yep. KYGIGO.com. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. Knew that was coming back. (laughs) Oh. And of course, here's our boy. There's the hiss. Oh, so pretty. Uh, I love love how they took something big and put it right in front of the Cobra logo. So it's kind of the thing. Yeah, but you see the hiss driver there. He's got his extra hands and his guns and you got the hiss all decked out with the extras, and I just dig it. The hiss driver is rocked out, dude. Yeah. <laughs> that I, guy. I don't know if you, you guys have seen it, but uh, Emily, when she was doing the tour, she actually made a point and stopped at the hiss tank, and, like, we got to see it, and it looked amazing. So, thank you. <laughs> what, what did it look, Joe? Amazing. Amazing. Just lose all lose all your toy knowledge. Oh, we'll uh, just on say one. It's on like uh, you I've got heard a job right there. So much. Now I'm saying it. Did you take a shot there, Mark? There you go. There you go. There you go. But uh, Joe Colton, where were you watching? Um, online. I was watching the uh, the Hasbro, like just San Diego Comic Con coverage, and they had a um, Hasbro. A, uh, yeah, hosted a, a booth tour. Yeah, and Emily did it, and it, it was really great. Like, you, she walked around, she like pointed out things, and some of the other guys talked. But yeah, she did a great job. So is that uh, was that YouTube or Instagram or? Uh, I watched it on YouTube. Okay, so there you go. If you you want to you want to see what Joe Colton saw, yeah, check out the Hasbro Pulse YouTube channel. I like that she made a point to stop at this and just say like. We have it here, so the prototype for you guys all to see. And I was like, what? That that would have been cool to see in person. So it got me even more excited for it. Anybody who's doing Hasbro booth videos, basically they are stopping yeah. on that his tank. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a better look at Dr. Mindbender with all of his stuff. Uh, classified Dr. Mindbender pre-orders are open. Uh, 12 o'clock noon Eastern, 9 p.m. or 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, daily through the next two days of San Diego Comic-Con, and you can go, head over to HasbroPulse.com. As we understand, after 
San Diego Comic-Con, there will be still more Dr. Mindbenders available. Uh, just stay tuned to, to Hasbro's channels. If you if you continue to miss out, uh, just stay tuned to their channels and they'll let you know where to pick up. Uh, Andrew Galgan asks, since the missile launchers are an add-on, do you think we'll see in the future some kind of new add-on weapons to that point? Uh, I, I think that those add-on ports are going to be pretty versatile for any any vehicles going forward. I, I don't know what that entails, but I, I it's going to be like Transformers, right? How they they normalized all the the the, the gun handles on for the robots, right? Like every so every every character can hold and every the ports where you plug stuff in, yeah. Right. So I, I have a feeling that they're going to do a lot of that with any vehicles that come out. Uh, S. Myers says, uh, Lenny and Emily are a big reason why we're experiencing another golden age for the brand. I don't know if I'd go golden age yet, but it, they're certainly helping out. It's it's a big, it's, we're, we're certainly getting more attention for G.I. Joe than we were a few years ago. Uh, I, I, I have a, a golden age specific argument that we'll get to in a little bit. Um, and of course, uh, classified Sergeant Slaughter pre-orders are also open now. And these are available at your favorite online retailer, whoever that may be. Um, just not going to be at brick and mortar, but any of the fan exclusive retailers, your dork sides, your big bad toy stores, your entertainment earths, etc., etc., etc. And of course, tomorrow is the G.I. Joe Classified panel at San Diego Comic-Con. I believe that's 3 p.m. Eastern. Um, I'm not sure if they're going to have that live or not. I don't know if San Diego lets them do that, but I, I'd keep an eye open on uh, Emily's uh, Instagram. Seems to be the place to get a lot of this information or on uh, Hasbro Pulse's Twitter feed. Uh, they, they they, Hasbro at some point has been, looks like they have been posting the individual panels they've been doing on YouTube. Yes, but, but I, I, I don't know if they're going live. live. But yeah, I don't know if they're doing it live. Um, so here's here's the question I'll, I'll pose to you guys, and, and Joe Colton, we'll start with you because you were out last week, mm -hmm. and you have uh, you've had extra time to do your homework. Uh, what's the one thing you want to hear them say in this panel? Ooh, ah. Uh... <laughs> That they're going to continue making this line and not well, like, drop it. <laughs> we know that because they've revealed how much for next year already. Yeah. Um. Since the his tank was successful, I would like them to do something else. I don't know what. Uh, we've had that conversation before, but um, maybe some of the other figures that they haven't. I don't know what I would hear like that that I would want them to hear other than that. Like they've been doing a great job with the with the classified line. So uh, Nick Adams, I'd like to see some toupee accessories for the bald figures. Oh really bad toupees. It would be great. And, bad and that, is, that is correct. That would be fantastic. I I would like to see that as well. I mean that's you can get that with Zorana, right? right. Throw some big yeah. hair on everybody. We we have we have many talented folks with 3D printers out in the community. I think they know their next project. Um, but uh, Racktime Rob, 
What's the one thing? Who's got the comic next? That's an yeah. attic, that, that is a fitting question for yeah. <laughs> that time, Rob. Because uh, I, I we we haven't we think we know. Uh, not going to say anything because we we uh, we don't want to uh, endanger any relationships we have out there. But uh, we we think we know who's next. But we'll see. Uh, Mark Weber. What's the one thing? I mean, there's only there's only one thing that matters, really. It's here's our new animated series for kids. Thank you. That's it. Because otherwise, you. hey, look, Great I want I'll I'll take for a silver medalist. I'll take here's our interrogator figure because <laughs> and bronze medalist. You know, it's all new characters next year. Both yeah. fantastic choices. But if you're not marketing the brand kids then you're not growing the brand and as much as i like i like fan service as much as the next one because i am a fan but if you're just chasing collectors you are swimming in a sink that's slowly draining right yeah rob Rob and i were talking about this this afternoon and um like we we used he-man as an example right and he-man is is not like I don't want to, I don't want to diss any any He-Man fans out there. I will, but but to me, like it's never been my cup of tea, especially when you compare it to to Joe and Mask and Transformers and and some of the other stuff that that were around uh, back when we were kids. But you gotta love how Mattel has handled a, a very small and very passionate fan base. Yep, um, they've really rebuilt that whole universe, and and it's. Like He Man is a big deal right now, and it it really came out of nothing. Like GI Joe had a head start on that thing, absolutely. And, and uh, it's really been passed. It's you know we've 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 seen two new He Man an- pieces of animation, uh, one for fans and one for kids, uh, plus a Shira show that was for kids. Um, it, it just. You know, it's it, it's it's nice that, that all this stuff is happening, but it would really be nice if Hasbro, the company, and I don't mean like the folks that we see are doing a great job. I'm not. This is not in any way uh, directed towards the marketing team or or Lenny's design team or any, those folks are are busting their hump, doing their jobs and and getting great product for us. But it would be really nice if the folks ahead of them took GI Joe as seriously as the the folks in the big hats at Mattel took masters of the universe yeah there's no reason masters of the universe and and no offense but i don't think i'm gonna offend anybody here an a vastly inferior property should be having the renaissance it's having ahead of joe there's just it's it's an inferior property i'm not saying it's a terrible property i'm just saying it's not gi joe but what was star wars maybe before it transformers alongside it Power Rangers and Turtles since. That's that's it, right? I'm seeing lots of comments in in, in the live stream. And and frankly, whatever, guns, blah, blah. No. You know what? Star Wars has laser guns. G.I. Joe always had laser guns. They got Um, guns in Masters of the Universe. Masters of the Universe has guns. They they don't get in the way of anything. Transformers is full of guns. Hell, the main bad guy turns into a gun. Whatever. (laughs) 
you know, it's 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 guns, guns, guns. What it it doesn't suddenly make a difference with GI Joe. You know, I, I how many times did I sit down and like I didn't watch Rebels very often, but how many times did I sit down and watch Rebels and see somebody gunned down in cold blood with a laser pistol, dead, not coming back? And the answer to that is every time. Yeah. So, so I, yeah, I, I Star don't. Star Wars is impaling I, people every show. Somebody's getting a lightsaber to the gun. Right. Somebody. Somebody's getting their a, a hand cut off or whatever. You know. It, Talk about realistic military guns. Granted, fine, but how did they get around that in the past? They yeah. didn't give us realistic military guns. We don't need realistic military guns to tell an entertaining story with G.I. Joe. We never have. This it's never is, been the point. This is what I told people whenever, to anyone who would listen during my time there, is, yeah, G.I. Joe started as, you know, America's movable fighting man. Got it. It was a war brand to start with. But it's been lots of different things over the years. And so you can't say G.I. Joe is about war because it hasn't always been. G.I. Joe is about courage. And that's timeless. So don't tell me you can't sell G.I. Joe now. Right. Not buying it. Yeah. Not buying it. They have worked harder on inferior franchises. So they were working on a, when I was there, it never came out. They were working on a Micronauts cartoon. Right, Micronauts instead of Joe, like okay. Yeah, it's just it's just it is not seeing what you have. So what we're hoping, uh, at least Mark and I ran out of the gate, and and you know Rob too, and and Joe Colton needs more time to get her her homework done. But um, <laughs> I have something else. There is a role playing game that's being done at San Diego Comic Con for GI Joe. Yeah. Um, like right before I think the the panel. Like we we had the guy that wrote that game on the show. Remember? Yeah, yeah. No, but I'm saying like I have a friend who's actually playing the game. Oh, okay. Yeah, her name is Alicia Marie. She's a she's a really popular cosplayer on the West Coast, and she's actually sitting down in it. She said to me today that it was a continued game, but it's a lot of fun. So. Mike, do me a favor. Pop S. Myers up here. Now, the second one up that says, need to create a parallel line. Climb his way up right now. But, there. but I, I couldn't disagree with this more because this is what I did on Transformers. You can get generations that grew at 900% in two years. And that's the only mm -hmm. number on my resume that I point to. You can make some, the fans will follow. The fans aren't going anywhere. How bad would a G.I. Joe toy line or cartoon have to be for any of us not to watch or not to collect it? We are in. Right. We'd have to outprice or make a scale that we that we won't follow or make something so abysmally bad that we won't support it, right? We all saw the Snake Eyes movie and then half of us bought the DVD. After we knew how bad that movie was. If not more than half. That's it. So you don't have to make a parallel line. You have to make something that is interesting enough to grab the kids' attention, which I know is harder than ever these days. Uh, but that that's the that's the white whale. That's the win, is finding something that is entertaining and engaging for kids that gets them in the door before you lose them to electronics. And that's when you keep them with video games and online content and then you get them back 
when they're in college or just out of college and they have a little money to spend. It is a a stair-step approach that they haven't tried the basic beginning part of it since Renegades. If they didn't want to make a whole new game, you could team up with one of the first-person shooter games. There's hundreds of them online. Like one of the popular ones and make them all have skins of the original Joe's or Joe 13, even like unlocking specialty characters. Don't tell me it's difficult because it's really not. If somebody mean, can... Even if you made your TV product for young adults yeah. and just, just continued to make toys for adult collectors, that still plants the seed, right? Yeah. And they're, they're, um, it's a good point, Joe. And they're, they've done that with Fortnite a little mm-hmm. bit, right? With yeah. the snake eyes skin. Was there a Storm Shadow skin too? I don't remember. Uh, but they, they either did one or there's one coming. Dude, this was this was my whole pitch was uh, for new Joe animation. If you if you focus on Destro and Mars, if you focus on the War Profiteer rather than the ruthless terrorist army, yeah. Then here's a guy who is in instilling and fanning the flames of conflict globally. Right, and you can send the Joes, the core team of Joes, to a different country or a different locale every week to try to quell the violence that Mars is trying to incite. And so, it, it you wouldn't have real political groups or anything, but you would make up stuff, and the Joes would be somewhere else every week. And guess what? When they're in England, they meet Big Ben. Right? When they're in the you know the snowy mountain, when they're in the Alps, they meet Snowjob, who's already deployed out there right you have a different new guy or gal every week you're globe trotting around the globe and dig it i've turned gi joe into a force for peace they're an anti-war brand because they're trying to stop destro not necessarily cobra and then you can and then cobra just like they didn't renegades cobra is an evil corporation right where people are buying cobra cola because it's cheap and tastes good and they're dangerous because they're powerful, they're accepted, and nobody knows what their real motives actually are. It's it's not that hard. They no. just have to want to do it. Michael Clappinger says, regarding a cartoon, all the classified figures look like the original Sunbow cartoon. So do they really need a new show or just more visibility to the original show? Look, the original show, I'm a big fan. I always will be. Uh, but it needs a it needs a touch up. Like it, it, it appeals to the sensibilities that society had in the mid 1980s, and that was 35 years ago. And it's it needs a refresh. Storytelling, even for kids, is more sophisticated these days. Animation's more sophisticated these days. Yeah, you could do better animation on television. I mean, basically, back then it was still animation, TV animation's cheap, right? Yeah. You know, so, um, we'll we'll leave that there and we'll we'll throw that out there if you disagree with us if you agree with us leave your thoughts down below in the comments uh after we get done tonight and and we will certainly try to address them forward do we want to talk about distribution well i mean distribution is is its own thing and i think that like that way kind of lies madness right on some level i mean i I think I, i think a lot of the trouble, you know, that Joe has getting out is coming from, you know, the top levels of Hasbro. I saw something at the at, towards the end of the year, mm-hmm. at the start of the year, 
I read an article about, you know, how toys had done very well during the pandemic and the, they were talking to the various heads of toy companies about, you know, their projections for the next year. Mattel saw that as the start of a trend of upward toy growth. And you can see by what they've just thrown out there at San Diego, kind of push their chips into the table. All right. They're making the Eternia playset. Yeah. Which right. is basically, that's the equivalent of the flag for that line. At least. Yeah. Um, Hasbro's statement was, we think this was a bump. We're pulling back. You know, Glenn. and then... Right. Same thing. You know, I go down the toy aisles, Walmart and, you know, Target. There's Masters of the Universe stuff. There's Hot Wheels stuff. Full pegs on the shelves, different stuff. Every time you go in, it's going through. McFarlane's got stuff, you know, cranking out. Hasbro pegs are empty. And it's not because they're selling. It's because there's never anything getting to those pegs. Yeah. It's, it's coming not, in drips and drabs. It's, it's not G.I. Joe pegs. It's Hasbro pegs. Yeah, it's Hasbro pegs. Star Wars has the same crap for months. The what? Joe pegs, you know, I, if, if I see that Cobra Commander one more time, if you yeah. ask, if you ask the Hasbro employee if they're if Hasbro is a toy company, they'll tell you no. Yeah, right. Yeah, they are an entertainment and branded play company. And yes, I'm I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I'm just saying, cool. Could we see some of that entertainment? I'm saying though, that Joe other place? other toy companies are also dealing with shipping and with right, right, problems. Right. They're figuring it out a lot better than Hasbro. I think that's fair. And that's and again, no criticism to the people designing the toys. They have no control over that. Right. But you know, there's a disconnect somewhere. Right. So so stop yelling at them. They yeah. can do it. So uh so let's move forward from there. Because again, I, I think we could we could probably go on for this for another half hour, and we just don't have that kind of time. So that's the end of the news. Do, 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 do. All right. And uh, we'll be back in just a second after a word from our sponsor. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. <laughs> Uh, Joe Self says, I like what's on Joe Mine rant hour. Good, because we're 90 minutes into it. It happens, <laughs> it happens sometimes. But it's funny how we, we took a, a seemingly innocuous news beat and turned it into the rant moment. But uh, Mark Weber, you've got a, a real quick segment you wanted to call the worst three things you saw at San Diego Comic-Con. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hold on, let me share my screen here because I'm that kind of guy. Oh, you have receipts, do you? Look at this. Now, I don't know if I can zoom in even more. Yeah, look at this. You know how I talked about Sergeant Slaughter's whistle? <laughs> I think I found it. Oh, my God. And no. If there's any more low-ranking guy than the Cobra flight dude getting the Rattler, if that guy bogarted Sergeant Slaughter's whistle, that's exactly yeah. that's where I'd wear it. I don't think that's the so. whistle. That's oh, that's, that's either that or he's thin in the crotch, bro. I think that's the problem. Yeah, it looks like it's there's no whistle yeah. on the end of that. That's well, just no. that's just even more unfortunate looking. So, 
<laughs> but that's not the worst thing I saw, not even in this picture. The scarlet. At least it's in her right hand, right? Shoulder crossbow by the sight. And as the guy who glued every figure before every joke on, I mean, if you're not doing it yourself, make sure it's right. And my man Ace over here, I don't know what he's doing. So what's the second worst thing you saw at San Diego? Oh, uh, all right. Uh, to move it along, here we go. Oh, this they didn't was, fix that yet. This is wrong on the original Sky Stretcher. Ace's name is Brad J. Armbruster. And the original Sky Striker has a sticker that says Captain J. Brad Armbruster. Wrong from jump, small thing, easy fix. And and without, without throwing anybody under the bus, they know about this and have for months and months and months and months and months and months. And months. So let's hope they, uh, they fix that because that's wrong and it's kind of lazy. When someone goes, hey, might want to fix this. Uh, and last, oh my God. What this is this? The what Kenny the Omega as Akuma Street Fighter AEW Why? matchup. Why? Now, I don't know my Street Fighter too much, but Why Akuma apparently is this guy. Yes. And so they took an Omega figure and gave him pink hair. So and, they essentially made a male Zorana. And look at this. I mean, come on. That's, <laughs> that's an even more brutal chest cut. That's, yeah. Look, it, Storm Shadow don't it, look so bad now, it, does he? It casts a shadow. It's so bad. <laughs> so now if, now, now I don't want to play, I don't want to put words in Wes's mouth, but I got to imagine he would say, it's Kenny Omega, of course it looks like crap. Hey, let's say this is a, a wrestler—a a wrestler you don't like, mashed with a game you've never played, and a chest cut so bad it makes the the classified ones look great. And he has four pair of hands, and that aren't—that isn't enough to keep his upper body on his torso. So <laughs> there you go, a thrilling edition of the worst things I saw at Comic. Again, let us know uh, what you. We didn't even get to the Ernest Borgnine cosplay. Yeah, right. (laughs) You leave you leave the Ernest Borgnine fans alone. Uh, Remember, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, leave us some kind of a a reaction. Give us a thumbs up or a heart or little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Uh, If you're watching us on YouTube, remember to like and subscribe. Leave a comment down below. Tell us what you think of the worst three things Mark saw at San Diego Comic Con. Joe Colton, get anything in this week? Um, I did, but I have to do an unboxing. Okay. All right. Um, tomorrow. Um, so okay. I'll be doing it on Instagram and then Facebook. Okay. Is this your Cobra Convergence thing? No. Okay. All right. Well, I guess we'll talk about that later then. Yes. Okay. That's a tease. It's okay. <laughs> Ragtime Rob, what you get in? Well, it can truly be said that I have... Bats in my belfry. Hey, yes. finally! I got How many do you bat. have? Uh, just these two. I have another okay. one and an alley viper coming. Still waiting oh. on all my other alley vipers. Yeah, the I pulse, the pulse order that I put in last week—that's coming. <laughs> I even have two bats. 
which is yeah. crazy in this house. Robots. Robot. Do, you have Do you have duplicates of any other they, robot? They, nah, no. No. They're, they're androids, so they're not really robots. They're robots. Android is just a robot shaped like a person. Oh, my God. Whereas a cyborg is part living tissue and yeah. part... Correct. Honcho, yeah. Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Nothing. It was a Nothing. cold week here. Right. It was a dry right. week. It was a dry week here. And if you've had a dry week... <laughs> <laughs> I got some redos. I got myself a bat. I got myself an alley viper. Just to nice. out my squads and I got myself another Cobra officer. How Thank many... How many do you have now, Beach? Uh, on on the bats and alley vipers, four. Here's the question: Could four bats fight off forty-eight fifth-grade beachheads? Because you could do that diorama. Uh, I, got, I got forty-nine, so that might be the one that pushes it over the top. You should have one like being kicked and have like the beachhead over the bat's foot and just being like. And the crotch flying off. No. Well, you do have the one with the broken crotch, so yeah. What? That, yeah. Could, be the, that yeah. could be the sacrificial one, lamb. One of them was a gift from a oh, viewer. Yeah. And, and we did the whole video with that one, Mark. Come on. Did it, did it come with the crotch piece? I forget. No. Okay. He's not a sadist, Mark. He's given a gift. <laughs> that'd, be, that'd be something for me to buy a beachhead, break the crotch, and then send it to you. And right. then send the crotch later. Right. Wow, it's like a Yakuza no, ransom. crotch burst as like proof of life in a hostage scenario. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Butler wants to know, do you keep your classified packaging or do you toss it all out? Mark uh, I, mine's all together. I, I have opened shockingly few. Um, so they're all, the few I've opened, I have all gone right back and I appreciate being able to keep them. Because I don't have a good place to display them or honestly to store them right now. So, Joe Colton? All of mine are still sealed, mint in box. Just, I are can't bring myself. Are they going to stay that way, or what's the deal? Uh, until I figure out a place, Okay, all right. I I can't do it. Wes would kill me. Same. I have very few that are open just because I have nowhere to put them, uh, and it's just easier to store them that way. Um, but the, the couple that I have that are open, the boxes are are gone. And rack time, Rob. You're you get rid of yours, right? Uh, yeah. The only ones I haven't gotten rid of are the ones where, like, I wanted to keep one of the big Cobra Island maps, or like if they don't have, or if they haven't been updated on the website yet. All right, like Regal Cobra Commander. I'm not getting rid of that ever. Yeah, I yeah. the boxes I've kept have been the the special deluxe figures. Right. But um, yeah, so that that answers that one. Uh, Joe Colton, shout it out. Uh, I am going to today do a shout out to Emily at Hasbro. She did a phenomenal job. And uh, I read in the comments that she got hounded by some fan or customer. And like, there's an adult way to have a critique of something. Hounding one of the reps that is essentially trying to do good for the brand and for the community that's that's a that's a no-no and like that guy's gotta just chill the fuck out like i know people (laughs) i know people want to bitch about anything these days but like after the years we the last several years we've had like 
calm down. Like, be right. happy that you're getting things that or, you or never at least, thought. At least sit down and write a cohesive email. Right, right. Don't don't go at her. Like, she's she's taking a lot of shit in stride and very classy. Like, let's let's not be like other fandoms that are toxic. Right, I, I, and that's probably mm -hmm. where that it's some Star Wars dude who decided he right. bought all the stuff there and decided to move on to GI Joe. Yeah. Anyway, Sean Russell asked, "How do you feel about William Shatner saying fuck Star Wars?" Well, he said fuck Star Trek. He doesn't like the new, the new series. Oh, and I, I haven't I, asked him. Uh, yes, but that's an ego thing. So he, he didn't he didn't get to play Kirk in the season finale. <laughs> Oh, Billy. So He's shout 90. Out. Keep shouting yeah. out, Joe Colton. Who, what else we got? Um, I'm going to shout out to my husband, who is tied up in the closet. The wrist lock. Right? <laughs> send, uh, send cookies. He's getting hungry. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, he's keto really great. Keto-friendly cookies. He's been doing very well. He got on keto last week, and he's been like rocking it so it's been hard after like several years of not being on it and eating and gaining some weight whatever <laughs> some, some comfortable weight He's still, still a cruiser weight still a cruiser weight that's it all right rack time rob shout it out uh shout out to well to you joe you know why and <laughs> I do, and and to the the live studio audience tonight. Thanks for thanks for coming in a lot. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's uh, there's a lot going on, and you're here with us. Whatever your your loss, but we're we're sure grateful for you. Yes. <laughs> what else you got, Rob? Uh, I uh, I think that's it. Hotcha, Mark Weber. Shout it out. Mine's you're easy. I'm, and I'm glad no one stole it. Shout out to Diana Davis, whose birthday was yesterday, I think. Yep. Who, who not only is an educator and a bonsai tree savant, but is a cat rescue artist. Yes. And has, if not saved another cat's life, but if not that, just shy of it. So I'm a cat guy. So absolutely. Diana Davis, outstanding. She's a wonderful lady. That's it. And I'll give a shout out to, as Rob said, everybody who's watching us at home tonight. We appreciate you. If you're catching us on the recording, we appreciate you too. Thank you so much. Uh, you help keep this engine going just as much. Thank you for making the time off the schedule to, to catch up with us. Uh, remember, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, go ahead, leave us some kind of a reaction. Thumbs up, heart, little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. Catching us on YouTube. Uh, really, if you're watching this on Facebook, get over to YouTube at some point and do these things. Like the video, subscribe to the channel. That's really the things that you can do to help us out the absolute most. Uh, if you got a couple dollars laying around, our coffee accounts are listed down below. There's one for the show and another one for Joe Colton's cosplay products, projects, products, projects. Coming soon. Yes. Uh, we, we appreciate uh, all the help there. Remember a monthly subscription. Get your name on the on the placard at the end of the episode. That's that's kind of what we do. We're not. I'm not real big on hiding material. Like if we do content, I don't like giving that to people who pay and not everybody. So I know folks have asked me, "Hey, why aren't there any tears?" 
eh, I don't feel right about tears. Like if we're going to go, if we're going to put together something for our fans, we're going to put something together for our fans. Right. Not just the ones that, that pay. And if you, if you can shell out a couple bucks every month, we really appreciate that. And that is, that is you certainly taking one for the team, for the folks that can't. Um, and, and, um, our gratitude on that knows no bound. Um, uh, give a shout out to my co-hosts, Racktime Rob, to Joe Colton, to Mark Weber. Uh, appreciate you guys uh, taking your time every Friday evening to come and do this this crazy stuff with me, uh, even after all this time. Um, and of course, uh, you know that 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 about wraps it up. That's what we got this week. It's a good show, right? Tight week, tight mm-hmm. week. Lot, lots of news. We're in and out in an hour forty-five. And we broke news nobody else had. Absolutely. And Joe, and Joe dropped seven F-bombs. Right. If yeah. you Is that a record? Up, if you showed up, no, not even close. Oh, okay. If you showed up late, make sure you go back to the beginning of the episode. Mark Weber yeah. broke news tonight. Actual, honest to God, real, real news. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is potentially important. We don't know how important yet, if at all, but it's something. Uh, and And we'll know more about it as time goes on. Uh, so, uh, for my co-hosts, I'm Mike Urisari. Thanks for watching us here on What's on Joe Mind this week. If you're getting out to the con, if you're getting out to any kind of show, make sure you're, you're being smart. You know, maintain your social distance. Keep your mask on when you're in big crowds. Keep yourself safe. COVID's not done yet. Uh, it's not certainly not as fatal as it has been, but it's it can really cause you a lot of problems, uh, both now and later. So uh, do your best to avoid that and mask up when you're when you're out in the public at large. Uh, as our friend Vagon likes to say, be safe, and if you can't, stay careful. Or be careful if you can't stay safe. I don't know. I'm wearing out. However, look, you can you can push your button however you want to. I'm really just talking. Oh boy! Time so that you're standing back, stuck back there for for an and hour if, and a half. And if you want to push your button. I feel like pushing a button right now. Astros suck. Anyway. Correct. I'm Rob <laughs> for Joe Colton for Mark Weber. I'm Mike Irizarry. Thanks for watching. Sierra, what's on Joe Mind? We'll see you again next Friday at 9 p.m. Have a great weekend. Ah. Go. Ah. Kermit the Frog. <laughs>